0: Hi, I'm Melissa, and you are listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. Learn about archetypal somatics, a new modality for working deeply with symbol and soul through soma. You can find a lot of info about courses and coaching with me in the show notes of each episode. Find me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and at synchrosoma.com. Now let's dive in. Guess what? It's finally coming together, the heart path. I have been working on this course for a couple years now, and the the, the data is so important, so timely, so important in a world where we're kind of polarized and having difficulty with What heart is, how to do it, and how it helps us to guide our entire life. So if you want to connect with me um, and hear about that, we're probably starting in the fall and it's going to be an intensive course for at least a couple weeks. Lots of materials and recordings and data for you to take with you and get on the heart path for good. This is not going to be a very in-depth history of somatics, but I feel like it's time and it's pretty important to lay down some foundational understanding because it keeps coming up, you know, in the collective somatics as a path is very, very up right now for, I mean, it keeps coming into all different uh, streams. And I think that's, fi- it's like finally, you know, that we are considering sensation, feeling, body, and where things get stored in body. Somatics is is the way to really get some full integration. We We just can't do it through talking or mind. We can't really get to the full complete integration of energetics without doing somatics, some form of somatics. And my background, as you know, is in yoga and somatics. And I want to talk, I want to just bring up a a few different paths and then also talk about where I differ from most kinds of therapies and backgrounds and even somatic paths. So my my yoga background, I feel very lucky that I have a yoga background because of the psycho-spiritual element. A lot of paths are really lacking. They, they stay in the personhood. They stay in the personality. They stay um, which can help us entrench in our story and our mind-made stuff when we are at that level of self. Having a big framework, you could say a spiritual framework or a psycho-spiritual framework, something that goes beyond the overworld, what we know about in conscious awareness, something that goes past the waterline, into the depths, is what I feel like is the gift of, of yoga and the non-Western traditions, particularly Eastern traditions. Now the thing with the current, uh, and I think most somatic paths do talk about the East as a, um, a framework and probably talk about indigenous paths also. Um, but I'm going to just bring a little bit of that up. And there's, there's some unbelievably great work by Resma Manikim, um, I just heard him say something about somatic abolitionism, which is amazing because he has really spearheaded, and I'm not in that world, so um, don't come for me if I get this wrong, but he has spearheaded the connection of racism and somatics and how as white bodies we can begin to decode and deal with the shadow of racism. And I think it's just marvelous and magical work. Um, Not that my opinion is the most important thing, but if you're listening to my podcast, then you probably care a little bit about what my sense is of this, this work in this pathway. So, you know, there's been a lot of, of innovation in somatics since yoga. And there's been a lot of things that have been missed Uh, One of the main things that is focused on in the somatic traditions right now is trauma, healing trauma, complex PTSD, trauma, childhood trauma. One of the things that I've worked a lot with is illness as it relates to um, wounding and how to turn trauma into initiation or not turn it into, but how we alchemize through archetypal somatics trauma as initiation. And and that's really where I diverge. And this work that I do diverges. And you can listen back to some of those older episodes about uh, somatic shadow integration and somatics and and archetypal somatics. I think I have one on there. Um, And, you know, a little bit more about the flavor of that. So the trauma work in somatics is what has been the major innovation, so you know twenty years ago you wouldn't go to a yoga class and they would say we're trauma informed here and today, uh, I think it would be really great if you did go to a yoga class where there was trauma you know trauma informed because a lot of the things that yoga teachers used to do coming out of the some of the more patriarchal paths were a lot of pushiness and um, you know adjusting people's bodies. My the path of yoga that I teach and that I will be teaching again this this uh, fall. Hopefully, we'll get started this fall. Is a intuitive form, uh, freedom yoga, wild yoga, where all of our adjustments and and data is very much informed by our inner life and our inner work. So I would say that again, yoga is coming into this conversation because the East has been inquiring internally forever so somatics as we know it today in this sort of trauma healing tradition isn't the beginning of somatics i guess that's what i really wanted to point to and for example in yoga the system of yoga ayurveda the vedas all the vedic content we talk about something called the chakras and in in uh, chinese medicine and um all the Eastern, there's all these ideas about marma points and acupoints, you know, acupuncture points, the energetics have been well mapped and understood and felt and inquired and worked with uh, through these traditions and the awareness of illness and any kind of issue being not physical, but trauma in all kinds of levels has been well known about and worked with in the Ayurveda and the Chinese medicine traditions. So this is this is well, well established, you know, and then people like Ida, Rolf, and oh, there's just been so many schools, you know, since the 70s, kind of innovating on yoga and uh, these Eastern traditions meditation that that really took this in kind of a Western attitude about body and somatics that I need to fix something or heal something and no offense to raw thing or body work or anything like that. That's not what I'm, I mean, I get body work regularly and I get acupuncture regularly. So I'm all for non-Western modalities and adding that to your self-care protocol, and and really having an awareness of the energetic, not just the, the the physical on anything that's going on with you is really important. You know, that's something that comes out of the East and out of somatics today that is brought forward is that something is can get stuck in your body. If you've had any kind of traumatic thing happen to you, if you've had any kind of break in your development, if you've been interrupted in development in some way. And I would say, honestly, you know, being somebody from the West, being a Westerner and living under the kind of gross capitalism that we live under is pretty traumatic. Um, What we see and what we go through and what's going on in the environment can be pretty traumatic. One of the reasons why I live pretty close to nature and I even grew up really close to nature. You wouldn't maybe think that because I grew up in Southern California and Los Angeles, but Los Angeles is like some of the greatest wilderness. We we I mean you basically live outside in Southern California and the ocean is the biggest wilderness there is, so I've oh, I've spent my entire life really close to nature and I feel really lucky for that. So I've talked before about how archetypal somatics is different than a lot of modalities because my focus is not on healing and in fact I think there's a lot of shadow inside of that idea that my wound is not right and I should make it better. Um, sometimes we need to go into the wound. And so that's why I sometimes call this work the way of the wound. We want our wound. We want to, we want to connect with it and contact it and talk to it and learn from it and companion our wound so that we get the karma of that. Whatever, whatever it's here, I want to know it. In other words, I want to really be able to know my wound and my pain so I can move forward with it integrated not by getting rid of it or healing it. I see this also in the in the like biohacking and longevity community like it's the new orthorexia to just want to biohack everything and make everything better and live forever and you know there's something very western about this this thing of not being in the present moment but somehow being my best all the time or getting better or you know, all you have to do is listen to a biohacking person talk and you can feel and sense the shadow around illness that that it's always bad, like it's never OK. And it's ableism. It's just simply ableism to believe that being well and being somehow 100 percent perfect all the time or, you know, anti-aging, all these attitudes are they're pretty ableist. So, the archetypal part of somatics in the work that I teach comes out of cross-cultural traditions that are really have been about liminal awareness and being in the limen and expanding the threshold and Uh, you can look for my my next newsletter. Hopefully we'll have a lot. I've been writing a lot about expanding the threshold. And so the work that I'm teaching, I would not say healing or healing trauma or trauma work is the most important thing. In fact, I think that kind of can have a something's wrong with me, like as if my trauma or my wound is the problem that needs fixing. I, I don't, I do not subscribe to that linear attitude at all. I'm in a circle. Listen to time as a circle. Um, I, don't, I, I don't look at a person and see what their, what their body looks like, their age, their gender, their race, whatever, and have an attitude about them being more or less healed, whole or capable or strong. I, you know, I hope that at least in my conscious state, I'm pretty open to my own discernment and judgment coming from what I experience from that person. So that's a huge part of my path, but I really want to put this next part out there and and really put this to you if you're considering working with me or taking my courses or working with another coach that is focused on archetypal somatics, and there's a, a list of coaches on my website that have have made this their path. What you get from archetypal somatics that's different from other somatic paths and and also other talk therapy paths that are focused a lot on on the symbolic realms and and are good at going deeper past the personal self is that sometimes I call this sorcery school or magic school because I'm interested in way more than healing, in quotes, or getting better or trying to be up to normal or up to par or getting through life and healing my past or any of that kind of stuff. There is so, that is such a limitation to believe that this is a difficult world and we're supposed to survive it and heal our PTSD. There is so much more. And in fact, you can have PTSD and still learn to use magic and learn to manipulate the the your reality into a, an expanded liminal realm where synchronicities and manifesting and all that kind of cool stuff can happen. You don't have to be well. You don't have to be able. You don't have to be meant, you don't have to heal your trauma. You can be working with your allies that are part of your body, soma, archetypal forces, you can be the container and the host of your reality you can be working with the symbols the things that had seemed like problems can become some of your greatest allies so i hope that wasn't too all over the place but the 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 kind of the wrap up here is that soma your energetic fascial connective tissue that connects you to everything and everyone everywhere Holds the data for you to not only work with things that are painful or issues in your life, but also is a pathway and a river to some serious psychedelic magic. And you don't need any kind of substance other than your own elixirs and nectar that's right in you right now in order to be able to ride that river. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at Synchrosoma see you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.